This is PC747 with the Next Up Podcast. And I'm going to be honest with you. You know, I struggle to even even put this show together today. And it's not so much because, you know, I've lost passion in talking about tech or it, it, it evades me. But if I'm going to be honest, I think a lot a lot of you out there are just... As much as I, I love tech, I look forward to it. You know, it's just like other things are more pressing right now. If we're to be honest. You know, you know, with the the other side of the coronavirus now, I know the most important thing that we all want. We want everybody to get better. You know, we all doing our part, you know, practicing social distancing, uh staying at home and doing what we need to do and Trust me, we all feel that that need and want to do that. Because none of us want to be the, the reason why someone got sick or ended up dying. Because we, you know, selfishly went about our day and, and decided that we want to spread this sickness on to others. None of us want that. You know, I, don't, I don't want to spread that on to, you know, uh, family members or even someone that, just going about their day, you know, I, I do everything I can, you know, uh, when I go throughout my, you know, trips to Walmart, picking up the essentials, I do everything I can to, to make sure I, 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 you know, make way for other people and go around and do everything I can, even when those people are not quite, you know, wanting to practice social distance and walk towards me, I go on my way to try to move out the way to give them room because, one, I don't want to get sick, and two, I don't want to be the, the cause of them getting sick. But the other side, if we're to be honest, is, well, you know, as much as we talk about our desire for tech, our love for tech, you know, it, it comes from a, a place of, you know, I guess consumerism, if we be honest. We, we just have a desire to pick something up and see it evolve and improve and you know, I look forward to seeing the, the latest um, Pixel phone, the latest iPhone, uh, you know, any of the latest phones and tablets and tech that come out there. Because it's, it's really awesome to see just how far we come with tech or if we even made any evolutions at all from the previous year. But when you really look at where we're at with a lot of Americans, you know, and I know I'm making this American because I am here in America, but if I'm going to be fair, I think a lot of people across the world, you know, we're one of the things about being locked down and, you know, practicing social distance and all that stuff is, well, because everyone's at home, you can't travel. You can't go about your day. You can't really uh, do the things that 
keep the economy going. And as a result, the economy is, you know, falling all over the world through many sectors in a way that we haven't seen for a lot of people in a lifetime. Even with something like a big event like 9-11 or we had the fuel crisis back then, it affected a small area. When I say a small area, the nation as far as America or a, a few sectors, but nothing on this scale have we seen. It's like every industry filling it together all across the world, across the nation. And because of that, because we, even though we all hoping that we'll be back by May, the latest of June, we honestly don't know. And that fear have us really kind of focusing on other things. You know, it's kind of hard to think about the latest phone when you worried if if your employer is going to announce that they're about to lay you guys off because they got to find ways to save money. It's kind of hard to really think about picking up the new Note phone or the new uh, OnePlus phone when you're worried about are you going to have a job? Are you going to be able to keep the lights on? Are you going to be able to take care of this need? And because of that, I mean, the reality is consumerism is going to drop because right now, if you're someone who's, you know, wise about your, you know, your money, you're not thinking about those things. You're right now. You're thinking, what can I do to conserve my finances the most? What service can I cut off? What can I do without? Because if we be real, you know, it's kind of hard to really look forward and look after something that you know you're not going to be able to pick up. And I fall in that category. Up until this point, I was looking forward to the OnePlus 8 Pro. That was a phone I couldn't wait to check out. Excited about it. And now, if I'm being fair, it's I can't even look at the pictures or look at the the the... Descriptions of it because, like, man, this is a phone that, as much as I look forward to it, it can't be in my horizon right now. It can't be the thing I'm focused on right now. And because of that, it's not like I lost passion for it. It's just the reality is that in this current landscape, it's hard to really just find a way to just pick that up and, and talk about it with excitement. Not when, you know, every time we turn the news on, we're we're hearing about, you know, more issues with the corona here, or more people dying, you know, um, ways to how are we going to keep people able to eat until we get through it? See, when you worry about just trying to find a way to eat, you're not thinking about what phone you have. You're not thinking about the latest gadget. You don't care right now. You're just looking at what we're going to need to do to preserve our life until we get through this moment. And that's the challenge, honestly, that I think a lot of us face right now. If I'm going to be real. You know, who cares about the latest iPhone when, you know, the only thing you're concerned about is when is this all going to be over? You know, when you're trying to go through all the paperwork or go online to fill out your unemployment information because 
you know, you're trying to get something coming in to make sure you can feed your family next month. When that happens, it's kind of hard to get excited about tech. It really is. It's not that you don't love tech. It just, you, you, you realize that more things are going on. You know, you're going on Amazon not to look for this new gadget, but, you know, now I guess for people looking at for bandanas or scarves to put around their faces so they can go out and about. This is the reality right now. A reality that none of us saw coming at the beginning of the year. You know, when I was writing articles and doing podcasts, talking about the phones I was looking forward to this year, what I want to see, you know, change the tech. <laughs> this wasn't in the cards. It wasn't in the cards at all. I never thought I'd be sitting right here at this moment on a Saturday evening or a Friday evening. Just, you know, honestly, I'm being real about it, but just finding myself just, you know, wondering what is next, like all of you. Now, am I to the point where I'm, I'm so, so disheartened where I've lost faith? Nah, you know, for me personally, I have my faith in something more solid than finances or, or other things. But it do change my whole perspective on just life in general. It remind me that at the end of the day, as much as we have this love for, you know, just our gadgets, our, our things that, you know, we love seeing going for it's just, there are things that are just more important. But in being real, uh, I think I found some strength, strength to say, hey, man, you know, I need to realize I'm not alone in this. And because I know I'm not. Across the nation, we all basically, you know, stuck in having to endure this. Looking for hope and looking for some sign of of relief, man. I think we all turn into the press conference every day hoping that someone would say we, we found a cure to that. You know, no matter how you feel about the current administration, you know, I think for a lot of us, we, 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 we put that aside right now. We really care about getting back to what we were doing before all this. We look forward to that. And as, as much as, you know, I love talking about something like the OnePlus 8 and the Pixel 5 and all this other stuff. And I, I am going to share my thoughts on that, but it's just kind of hard to really have that same excitement when, you know, the reality is when the OnePlus 8 Pro becomes available for buying, I can't look at buying it. You know, because it'd be foolish to go out there and spend that type of money for that phone <laughs> at this current time. Unless you, like I said, again, you, you're so well off where uh, spending for uh, money on a phone is not going to hurt you. But I think for everyone, you know, unless, like I said, you are rich, <laughs> you know, you're, you know, sitting on stacks on top of stacks, but... For the most people that are in a tech that listen to podcasts like this, you know, I think a lot of us, we're, we're 
in that area where we find ourselves at home, um, wondering when the factories, when the, you know, the job, the wherever we go each day to earn our living, when that's going to be able to get back going and when we're going to be able to start seeing production get back. I mean, I think a lot of us, we, we appreciate the rest, but we don't like the anxiety that come with it. But this is some real talk, you know, because I, I, I think sometimes that that needs to be said when, you know, you we, we look around, we see a lot of the people talking, the, the technology that's doing unboxing. And, and I'm not, look, I'm not bashing any of them, you know, that they got to make a living too. They got to do their thing. They got to still have their love for tech. And I'm glad that they all out there still doing it. It's just, it's kind of hard to for me to just at times look at that with the same excitement I did before all this. But real quick though, I, I, now that we got that out of the way, I, I really want to talk about the Pixel 5 real quick because we've been seeing rumors about it. And the reason why I, I want to talk about it because, you know, for a while, I've been bashing, you know, Google and their Pixel approach. I felt like they really haven't done what they could with it. And what I mean by that is this. So, when they, and we, we, you heard me say this a number of times. When they came from the Nexus line and became the Pixel, the Pixel was supposed to be a flagship. A flagship line that could truly compete with the iPhone and the Galaxy. And for each Pixel, they they failed to live up with that. And it, it got to the point with the last Pixel 4s, like, I think for a lot of us, we've all just kind of threw our hands up. We're like, we're, we're kind of done with you. So rumors have that the Pixel 5 may be coming out with a 765 processor versus the A65. Meaning, this phone could be a mid-tier phone. Now, I wrote about this on my blog because I felt like there's a part of me that's I'm glad that this is happening, but there's another part of me that's not. So let's talk about the part that's glad. You know, and the reason why I'm, I'm, I'm glad they're going this route is because well, we've been saying this for a while. You know, the current Pixel phone that we're putting out there is it, it was not flagship level. Not when you have other co- companies out there. You know, like I said, other smaller manufacturers that were coming up the ranks that were just walking past you, running past you with their phones that were considered mid-tier or lower flagship. And yet they were beating you guys. And it wasn't because Google didn't have the resources. It was because, you know, for a lot of us, we felt like they were just being naive or just being stubborn, feeling that, you know, this is the phone we're going to put out there and either they're going to take it or they're going to leave it. And people just kept leaving it outside of the hardcore Pixel fans. So I feel like they're kind of being real about who they are. And I think if they're not going to truly come out and give us a a true flagship phone, then they might as well just go ahead and go back to the next line of thinking where you give us a phone that is really a mid-tier phone, mid-tier price, but have enough flagship specs to give you, you know, we'll feel like you're getting a value, which is what we love so much about Nexus phones. Nexus phones, it was like, 
it was pretty much a flagship phone, but you know it was cutting corners here and there just to give you a phone that was priced just right. And in this current environment right now, you know, even when we get things back and get back things going and the economy start picking up, it's going to, I think it'll be a little bit before we can get back running again. So people are going to be kind of pushing back from these $1,000 phones. And this is where having, quote, a Nexus line or a Nexus type phone can be very beneficial right now. And Google could actually come out ahead because if you can get a phone with a great camera like the Pixel, you know, great software support, hardware that at the end of the day is pretty good, it performs pretty well, but it's priced around a six, $700 phone or six, $700 range, but feels like a flagship on every level. You know, you won't quite feel so upset about a phone that is on that level, that is with those specs. You'll be more okay with the fact that, all right, this phone could have around 10 gigabytes around, but you know, they only gave us six or eight or whatever. We can go with that. Or, or instead of matching what the other manufacturers are putting out there and giving us this 256 there, you know, cap it at 128, we'll be more okay with that because we were like, okay, we're, we're getting that because we're saving on price. But this is where I'm kind of disappointed or the negative side is I really wanted a flagship pixel. And I say I'm a real flagship pixel. I would listen to Droid Life today. You know, I actually enjoy listening to their podcast that they do every day or every day, but uh, weekly for the most part. And they were brought, bringing up uh, the LG and, you know, they kind of brought up a point with hint at a point that, you know, when you look at where LG is at now, it's like we no longer really have that much competition at the flagship level as far as Android, especially here in the States. Because when you take out Samsung, who else do you have? I mean, OnePlus now is pretty much considering that. But when you look at where we were a decade ago, we had HTC, LG, Motorola. You know, OnePlus wasn't even in a picture. You had this competition going on. Then you had, you know, Sony coming in there. And just a number of options where there was this push to make each other better. We don't have that anymore, if you be honest. Motorola basically bowed out of the flagship market a long time ago, concentrating more on a mid-tier and lower level. LG, I mean, they still consider on a flagship category, but no one's taking them really serious. HTC is gone. <laughs> We haven't really heard from them at all. So it's like, who do you have other than Samsung? And Samsung just running away with it. It's not even close. And if you're someone who is wanting something other than a Samsung Android phone that is considered good or worth buying, who do you go to as far as manufacturers here in the States? You know, Huawei didn't have the, the ban they had against them. You can maybe say, oh, I guess maybe we can start giving Huawei a shot. But they're out of the picture. I, I even commented on Droid Life's podcast today saying, I miss HTC right now. <laughs> we can 
really use that quality brilliant. We can really use some competition right now in the Android landscape. So not having a Pixel phone that's competing in a flagship arena, it's just really a problem for me, you know, and really a problem for competition, really a problem for Android. And this is where Google really needs to step up and, and take leadership right now. So, yeah, this is partly why I, I look at the rumor for the Pixel 5 and, you know, in a way I kind of hope it's not true. But the reality, I think I even end up being it's going to be true because a lot of times when, you know, we get these rumors about the Pixel uh, phones this early around this time, it end up being pretty close or very accurate. So I'm preparing for us to get a, a mere tier spec Pixel 5. And, and so... It's like, man, if, if you're still on Android and you're like, man, I don't like Samsung. I don't know where to tell you to go. I, I'm almost, you know, kind of contemplating because I'm someone who really about software support, updates and all that stuff. But there was a part of me for a minute like that I even thought about, you know what? I'm done. I'm ready to go to the iPhone and just put all Android apps on it and then make it my new phone. Now, at the end of the day, I don't, I don't think I'm doing it anytime soon. You got to love Android, the whole, you know, software and all that. But, man, you know, how, how long before that ended up being approached for a number of us? And as much as I said, I'll never make that choice. I remember saying back in the day, I would never buy a phone that couldn't be rooted. And I also remember saying, I would never go without a phone being rooted. And I've been going over, what, five, six years now, probably longer, with a phone that hasn't been rooted. So if we continue down the same trend where, you know, the Pixel phones are, are slackluster, we're not getting the kind of uh, flagship specs and competition, you know, um, and Samsung, I said, I've never been a big fan of Samsung as far as using their phones because of me being a person who's about uh, quality software updates on time and all that stuff. Man, I wonder if I want to find myself crossing the fence, looking at the fruit. I mean, that may be a big step right there. But then again, maybe it may cause Samsung to make a change, but we'll see. Real quick, you know, T-Mobile. <laughs> we all heard about a T-Mobile Sprint. They're finally one. It's official. You know, that's another thing I talked about on my blog. And I'm actually curious to see if they actually keep up with their promise, if we're going to actually see this live up to what we we hope it do. But, hey, right now, you know, the the change is basically going to be coming soon. Um, Mike Seaver, he's going to be the... The person in charge, our our buddy Laguerre, is going to be done. And I'm kind of wondering if that's going to um, result in seeing the the change, you know, as far as the T-Mobile the mindset and this whole uncarrier plan. Is that going to result in, in all that going away and and them becoming the, the carrier? <laughs> You know, or as I wrote in my blog, end up seeing himself becoming a villain, you know, becoming that 
the carrier that they so much talk so much about? Are they going to turn into them now that they're bigger? We'll see. But yeah, that's officially done, and we'll be talking about that in the future. But before I kind of you know sign out real quick, because this is going to be a short show. Um, yeah, I ended up end up uh, using Instacart the other day, and I kind of want to talk about that. So I'm out here on TDY. And I'm kind of stuck in a hotel in, in Houston. So, you know, it's pretty much on lockdown. And, you know, the hotel I'm at had like a very small refrigerator. So, you know, I'm someone who like to get a lot of, you know, some fruits and some vegetables in. But it's been a challenge to do that with this current area I'm on or the current uh, situation I have. So, you know, one thing I was uh, looking at trying to do, you know, was uh, obviously after a couple of days, uh, look at Instacart to maybe uh, up the or to replenish some fruits and some vegetables um, in between. So I actually uh, went on Instacart, and to be honest with you, the whole process is pretty simple. And, you know, the whole idea is actually pretty cool, you know, for someone who can't get out. It's definitely a a, a good idea, a good choice to kind of have. But I did have some concerns before I used it. I, I've always said one of the reasons I would steer clear of, apps and programs and stuff like that that shop for me but because I was concerned that you know when it comes to shopping everyone have their own preferences especially when it comes to food you know what I consider the area of ripeness and freshness and all that stuff may be totally different from someone else you know uh, I may prefer something a little bit on the riper side let's say like something like a banana or something like that but or some other fruits I prefer to be closer to, you know, uh, not so ripe, you know. So this is something that, again, you know, I was always concerned about. When you send someone out there to shop for you, you know, what are they picking? Are they grabbing the first thing they, they see? You know, are they taking the time to really feel the fruits and check out the, the produce to make sure that they give me the, the freshest thing that they can pick up? And then you got to also look at other factors because, you know, the person that actually delivered my stuff, um, you know, she had her kids with her. So if you got kids in the store, you're trying to shop and you got kids already grabbing everything. They're doing this and that. You know, you're trying to get it done. You, you may not take the extra two or three seconds to check this out or do that. So, you know, and, and that basically what I you know, will say with the whole Instacart thing. Now, for the most part, you know, when I got my stuff and I ended up giving her, you know, five star because she, for the most part, she did do a good job. You know, the apples were pretty decent. I picked up some apples. Um, I did some, uh, salad dress. I did some cucumbers. What I did, um, some popcorn, some stuff like that. So everything else was pretty much right, uh, right on, you know, but I did notice, uh, a couple of cucumbers were a little bit on the, you know, um, basically I had to throw them away. It just wasn't good at all. But like I said, again, for the most part, she did a pretty good job. And that was kind of my concern when it comes to something like Instacart, though. I'm someone who, you know, even though it's a decent service and I probably would, uh, wouldn't mind using it for something like box service, like something like cereal or something that's just going to be in a box. I'm cool with that. Um, but when it comes to fruit or something like that, I think that's something more where I think that's going to have to be left for me to choose. Because, yeah, I mean... I want to make sure I'm, I'm taking an extra time to, to make sure this cucumber going to last. 
Because again, that person may not know why I'm buying a cucumber. They may be thinking I'm about to cut up for a salad right now, where the reality is I'm, make, I'm looking for that cucumber to last three or four days. So I want something that's not going to you know, be soft in the middle or soft in the corners that, you know, it's not going to make it. So those are the things that for me, that is very, very important. And where Instacart just, it, it means I have to rely so much on the other, the other person that's doing the shopping for me. And I'd rather just do it myself. Now, as far as the service itself, like I said, um, would I recommend it for someone like my, you know, like a grandmother or someone who just can't get out of the house? I mean, if they can't get out, that's the, the choice they have. And, and I see it for them and it makes sense. But I just don't feel like you can put a price on being able to get out and check out the stuff yourself. But anyway, that's all I have for the next up podcast. And, you know, for this short show, it's kind of weird for me doing like a evening podcast. But hey, man, I just kind of wanted to get some stuff off my chest and be real with you. That's kind of how I started the show. And yeah, I talked some stuff about the Pixel 5 because, you know, um, even though, you know, we all going through the period, I still have a large part of me that still have interest in, in these devices. I kind of still want to see the trajectory, even though I think for right now, for the most part, I think I'm. I'm mainly looking forward to next year's phone. I'm hoping that, you know, by that point, we'd be on this point and, you know, we kind of see what happens there. And I'm also wondering, you know, to kind of see how these phones kind of shape out now that we're in this landscape. You know, what Apple going to do with the new iPhone? What we going to see happen with some of these phones coming out? Because, you know, when you look at the reality that they're just people like me, who have more concerns other than phones. We're looking at trying to conserve money. We can't go out there and just go throw money away like that. You know, it's just going to mean that, all right, we be better off delaying the release of the phone because if you release a phone right now and people are not going out there spending money like that, it's going to sit on the shelf. And, you know, a phone that sits on the shelf and just, you know, collecting dust is going to drop and you're not going to be able to command the same same type of uh, profit that you're looking for. And, you know, something like, again, OnePlus, even though, you know, um, they serve more more than just the American market. This issue is a it's a global pandemic. So with everyone basically sitting at the house and not really able to, to throw, you know spend money like that, you know there's gonna be a lot of people who are gonna be like, look, I'm not gonna be into buying a phone right now. So it's gonna be interesting, or it's going to be interesting to see what this do with these phone manufacturers and how it will shift their release, you know, uh, factor or their release schedule, and you know. What's going to change on that on that end? Yeah, now Apple, you know, I think they're in a in a in a good location right now or a good position right now because you know with the with the iPhone you know, released in the fall, they have more than enough time to see if everything's going to bounce back and they can go ahead and release that. But you know, if not, you know, they're going to probably just kind of push off or back off and kind of react to the market in general. You know, with a lot of uh events being pushed back to around the late late summer uh fall even to next year you know i think a lot of people are kind of hoping but around that period if things start picking back up and you know apple being releasing their iphone being released in the fall you know um yeah i guess they're like wait we're in a perfect spot at that point if the market picks back up people back out people back buying you know <laughs> one of the first things they may want to do is, is pick up an iphone so you know, they may be in a good spot right there. But anyway, that's all I got for the next uh, podcast.
Guys, you all have a good week. Good evening. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Definitely pra- uh, practice social distancing. I'm out.